For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. A two-time All-American at UCLA. A participant in nearly 700 PGA Tour events. Seven professional wins to his credit. Over 30 years of professional golf experience. A member of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning Thanksgiving weekend. With Jay Delsing, I'm Dan McLaughlin. We're coming to you from the Car Shield Studios. And as always, we're presented by Darty Business Solutions. Our guests will include former Cardinals pitcher, current analyst for Cardinals baseball. That's Ricky Horton. Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center will stop on by in studio. And the new general manager and CEO of the Missouri Athletic Club, and that's Chip Mish. He'll be in studio as well. But first of all, Jay, happy Thanksgiving. I hope your Thanksgiving went well. Danny, it's all about wearing elastic. No belts <laughs> around. I mean, I, I, mean, I wow. You ate I, too much, huh? Ate too much, yeah. How about you? Everybody good? Everybody's good. Ate way too much. Nice to be with everybody, and nice to be with our audience as always on a Sunday morning yeah, talking I, golf. I love it. I love it. I can't wait. We got a lot to cover. We got some cool guests Um Ricky Horton, uh, you've worked for years and years with him, and he's, um, uh, yeah, just a, a really fun guy. There's, he's he's kind of wide open. You never know what old Hortz is going to bring to the table. So we visit with Ricky, also Adam Betts, and Chip Mish. Now, I want to go back to just a week ago. You were inducted in the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. You got through uh, your speech. Barely, Danny. I was awful. It was, Man, no, uh, you, it was a great speech and one that was dedicated to your four girls. So that was yeah, amazing. It was what an honor. It was just a, a crazy, cool honor to have the girls all in town and to have you there and some, some dear friends, Bernie Bernie and Berna Federko were there, Johnny Barger and his wife Kim, and just the girls, John uh, John Worth and Carol were, were there, just some friends from Darty Business Solutions. It was just awesome. Just re- really, really special. Boy, you got through it without crying for the most part. You were tearing up. You were welling. Welling up. I, I, I don't a, think so, D. I think I was blabbering and what's it, sobbing. What else was I We doing? have a buddy, Joe, that uh, you and I... I heard about this bet you, you guys made. That's okay, pretty, let's just say we had a bet at wit, at what point in your speech would you start crying? crying. I, I, I would have taken the under. I took the did under. You, you're such a dog. You did. I would, have, I would have with you. I would have taken it with you. Dang. I took the under. But, yeah. hey, great job and uh, well done. Thank you. And thank you for um, the all the support. And, uh, yeah, it's it's gosh, it's one of those things that you never really think about too much. And when someone comes a call and you're, you're just blown away, humbled and Go in with a really cool class, Adam Wainwright and Barrett Jackman and Todd Light and Bernie Miklas, Kenny, Kenny Wallace. Wallace. There's some really great people there. So I 
Super, super honored and humbled. Also, last Sunday, let's get into some golf. Yeah. Because you're going to get too emotional on me. Uh, Ludwig <laughs> Abberg won the RSM Classic by shooting 29 under. Jay, he had one bogey all week. That was it. This is one of the new stars now on the PGA Tour. He has arrived. He's won. He's played in the Ryder Cup. This guy is going to be something special. Riding high, Danny, on a wave of confidence. He he had a really good Ryder Cup. He's won on the DP World Tour. Now he's come over and won on the PGA Tour. How about finishing 61-61 Incredible. on a weekend? That's 122 strokes over 36 holes. What? 61, I can see, because low scores are happening right and left in some tournaments. You'll see somebody just pop up a 63 or 62. It's happening more and more often, it seems like. But the, the, the thing that you hit on is to go back-to-back back with 61. That's unheard of. It's it, Folks, and I, and I don't even know how to explain this to you, but it's one thing to have that, that low, low round. It's another thing to follow it up with something similar. And what what often happens is that, you know, you, let's say you shoot 10 under the day before. You come out, and after, let's say after four holes, you're one over par. You feel like you're shooting 150. You know, and, and your your tendency is to put more pressure on that. And, and you know, when, when that happens, you usually, you know, stop making birdies. So this kid, I, you know, he's um, obviously a one hell of a talent. He was a number one amateur in the world for the last two years and had a great career at uh, Texas A&M, I believe. In Texas Tech. Texas Tech, I mean. And so um, it's great to see him on the PGA Tour. I mean, we're going to hate the kid, uh, what, one week every year in the Ryder Cup <laughs> right. for probably the next 25 years, D. I think what happened with him is maybe a path that some other young golfers will take, which is staying in college. He stayed at Texas Tech, and that seems to have really benefited him. He's young, but it did give him a little bit of a cushion going into the PGA Tour and more experience. There's no doubt about that. His confidence was high already coming out of college. And don't forget, Danny, the NIL deals now. That's right. I mean, That's obviously, a great point. And obviously golf is not on the same stage as football, and Deion Sanders' kids are driving around Malbecs and all that other stuff. But what, um, you know, even if it's $50,000 or something that you're getting from these NILs, it's a massive amount of money when you're 21 years old and hanging out in college. Well, I think it, what it allows you is a grace period. If you feel like you needed to jump for the money and turn pro, I can understand that. Yeah. But if you're getting a little cushion and understanding, maybe I get another year of experience. I'm working on a few aspects of my game that don't measure up to some of the great players in the game right now. I need to get better at that. That allows you a little cushion before you head to a professional tour. That's a great point. And and Danny, the college life fun as hell. It's not bad. No, it's fun as hell. He's playing golf and and uh, he probably got his degree or somewhere close maybe. Uh, yeah. so he's anything like some of our UCLA friends. He's close. Uh, he's in the he's in the he's in the field. Do you somewhere. want to name any of these uh, former teammates of yours that uh, may or may not have gotten their degree? Well, Steve Pate got his degree. Okay, five years, very good. Corey Pavin was on the five and a half year plan, and I think he's a full blown sophomore. Okay, that's yeah. uh, not bad. I thought it'd be a freshman still. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Duffy, <laughs> well, Duffy went five years. I'm not sure if he got his degree in Tom Pernice. Junior definitely went five years. I'm not sure about that degree. Either. I like that back in the day you guys were still doing the five-year tour. Oh, yeah. I got out in four, and I got my degree. I was the first golfer in, uh, that played at UCLA to get a degree in four years. Were you really? Yeah, that, play, you know, that played on the team all the time. Sure. Yeah, yeah it's pretty I didn't know that. Yeah. 
I got, I'm that. full of all sorts of fun facts, Danny. Just ask me. I love that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I love that Aberg did this. He had some guts, too. He had the lead, drove the green on a 408-yard hole yep. where he had to go over water, took yep. a chance. He could have hit that thing anywhere, and he's in the lead and says, ah, the hell with it. I'm going for it. That takes some guts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, Danny, think about the the amount, the degree of confidence he had in his game at the time. And, um, you know, when you when you shoot, 61 the day before and you come out and now you're five under i mean the hole looks like it's as big as a bucket and there's a lot of things going well i've told people all along those were not my challenging days i didn't have any trouble going from 500 to 600 to 700 my challenging days is when i i didn't have a whole lot of game and i was floundering around even par one under one over how to get that to three under it makes a whole world of difference as opposed to shooting 74 and i shot way too many 74s and you can imagine the difference between i mean six the difference between 69 and 74 is clearly five strokes but there's a there's this sense as an athlete that I don't have it, but I'm also three under par, and I'm scraping this thing around, and it is a huge confidence booster. One of the things that we're seeing right now with a guy like Aberg and some of the others on both the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour, are you looking at the ages of these kids? Oh, my gosh. 23, yep. 22, some yep. are teenagers and turning pro. There is a wave of youth movement right now on both tours. Yeah, there's no question. And, Danny, we had seen – in the last 15 years on the tour, the average age of the, the kid getting their PGA Tour card for the first time, 27, 26 and a half years old. And now these kids are, like you said, 21 years of age, something like that. They're, they're barely able to drink. They're coming out and they are able to just go low. We are talking news and notes here on Golf with Jay Delsing. Again, our guests will be Rick Horton, Adam Betts, and Chip Mish, the new GM over at the Missouri Athletic Club. Tiger Woods slated to play. This is great news. Play in and host the World Hero Challenge in the Bahamas. So apparently his health is is good enough at this point, Jay Bird, to at least give it a go and see what he's got. I can't wait, Danny, and I think this is going to sound, uh, well, whatever. Four rounds of golf for Tiger in a competitive environment. That's what I want to see. Yeah. I, and I want to see the evolution from round one to round four. Hopefully he can walk it, he can he can make it through, and we'll get a, a decent assessment because we've talked about this on the show I don't know how many times. I mean, what does Augusta look like for him? What are we what are we look are we are we finished? I mean the poor guy since he's had, had his, a withdrawal last time. No, he he the last event he played was April at Augusta now he's had his ankle fused together, and now we're you know we've got all this. So what is reasonable to expect from him? What do you think it is? He's going to play Augusta. Well, he, I, that's the way I look at it. And he walked with his son Charlie. Yep. And that and he looked like he did not have a limp. I I noticed that he looked like he was walking normally, like you normally see Tiger Woods. And if that's any any indication. Now, the question will be playing competitive golf for four days, right. clearly. But if it's any indication of him going in the right direction, 
you can check that box. It looks like he's much better. Absolutely, absolutely. It'll it'll be interesting to see his speed. Now we got to look at his footwork a little more, Danny, to see how well he's able to plant and turn because there's so much force on that turn. You know, your ankles, you know, take a beating down there. Did you see where Charlie Woods won the state and, title and did something that his father never did? His Win dad that never state won title. a state championship in golf. That's pretty cool. He shot as a freshman on the team. He played the number six man. He shot 78, 74. And one of his, I think, one or both days, the scores counted. So, yeah, could you imagine having Charlie and having an old dad over there in the gallery? Hey, Dad, what do you think about this swing? He's like, it looks pretty good. I, I watch him with the little uh, twirl of the club. Yeah, I watch how he walks. I watch how he finishes. It looks like a clone of Tiger Woods. 100%. It really does, it doesn't is. it? It's crazy. Absolutely nuts. And it's almost like they practiced it. Exactly. You know, and maybe Charlie does when his dad's not looking, but he's got plenty of tape to go off of. That's that, for that's sure. That's for sure. But um, that that young man's golf swing, it's always going to be fun to, to watch him play in the PNC. So obviously, Tiger's going to play in the Hero World and then play in the PNC. And, and that's... Uh, that's pretty special as well. We know Tiger is part of the PGA Policy Board now. He has his new golf league. We're going to get in that in just a moment. But to me, for golf fans, if he plays, he becomes front and center again. It's important. His name is always going to be out there. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's important to see him playing if he's going to have these two ventures just to be front and center. There's the guy that moves the needle, and there he is, Tiger Woods. No doubt. I. I that's a great point, Danny. I mean, it, it's one thing to sit back in your office and put these things together and, you know, push them off and say, hey, good luck, or, or to have him in the simulator league when they get that thing up and running, um, you, you know, to, to, to play that kind of golf. But it's so much more important to have him more on just walking up and down the fairways. It, it's, it's a big deal. TGL, the Simulator League, has postponed its inaugural season to early 2025. Damages to their arena construction, so it pushes it back at least one year. Did you see that? It, it I almost did. looked like a hurricane or something blew in there. I don't exactly understand that. I know they said something had to do with a power fail failure, and I do know those inflatable structures that they were working on, and and, and they can be a little dodgy, but I've never heard of them you know, completely losing power so that the, you'd think there'd be some sort of auxiliary system that would kick on to keep that thing up. But that thing looked like a tornado ripped through it. I mean, the top was torn into pieces, it was wasn't it? was torn into pieces. Yeah. yeah, there's no way they could get this thing done. And no. probably, I think they were try, trying to launch this thing in maybe March or April, whatever the case may be. Yeah. I, I didn't, just looking at I'm not a foreman. I'm not a construction guy, yeah. but it just like it was torn into pieces. I, I couldn't see how they'd be able to play. I was I was actually trying to look at it, D, from that one. I know we both looked at the same picture because we sent it to one another, but I was trying to look at it and try to figure like, what the hell happened here? Yeah. It looks like someone came in with a big pair of scissors and just shredded this the top of this thing. Reminds me a little bit of City SC in this way. COVID hits and they had to be pushed back yep. a year. And that probably was beneficial for them in the fact that they could get all their ducks in a row. Yep. And when you think about this league, they can work on the television rights and how they want to make it as presentable as they can through television. And then the player schedules. Maybe you can get more commitments because guys can say, oh, I'm a year and a half away. Yeah, I'll commit to you. Yep. I, I think it might be a good thing. Yep, yep. I, and, I, and I think it says 
speaks volumes about Tiger and Rory and how they do things. They're getting good advice. They're not going to try to jam this thing forward, Danny, and jeopardize the product. This is, let's just be honest, it's risky. We don't know if this thing's going to translate to TV. We think it might. I mean, we're going to have all the right players there, but still, I mean, is it is it going to translate onto our screens? I mean, you and hell, we know you and I are going to be watching. Yes. What's it going to What's it going to look like? Are, are we going to be able to? You know, is it going to feel like golf? Look like golf? I don't know. I was so surprised, and I called you on this. Not just text. We text hundreds of times, yeah. literally yeah. hundreds of times yeah. a week. But Paul Azinger is going to get replaced on NBC, and it ends five years as their lead analyst. Now they've lost Gary, Roger, uh, Paul Azinger now, all within a calendar year of being the top analyst or one of the top names in golf analyzing the sport on NBC. I, I was a little surprised by this. I didn't see it coming. I was shocked. I, I texted Paul and I said, what the heck happened? And he said, they made him an offer. He countered and they said, you're done. And that was it. And then it just came out, um, oh gosh, a little later in the week that they, Kurt Byram, who we're going to get on the show here really soon, is going to be the lead analyst down in uh, Hero for in the Bahamas. And that um, I don't know, Danny, if Paul Azinger's agent is to blame. I do know that they wanted Paul to have a smaller schedule and consequently get paid less. And I don't know how that went over with his agent or not, but something happened and the thing went south fast. All right. I got to hit you with this one. Give it to me. DP World Tour Championship in Dubai last week. A Dutch professional. I'm going to mess up his name, but Joost Lucien lost three clubs. So he, he puts a ball in a tree and then tries to dislodge the ball with a club, throws it up in the tree. That gets caught. Tries again with another club. That gets caught. Tries again with a third club. That's get, that gets caught. Have you ever heard or seen anything like this? Oh, yeah. But three clubs? Not three, but I can tell you this. We had this young freshman on our team at UCLA that just got pissed. And he took his driver and threw it, and it went up into a tree. <laughs> and it was he, he was about 5'9". You know, and I was at 6'. And he, and, and he looks at me. Can you help me get my club out of a tree? And first of all, I've got a lot of experience doing that. <laughs> Second of all, I said to him, I said, man, you don't throw it up in a tree higher than you can reach. You know what I mean? It's Just pretty obvious. Yeah, so I, I helped him out there. But it's um, <laughs> Danny. I I watched that and watching him kick his bag and then there were the button came on yes. three or four times and then watching him he just stormed off. I think he, <laughs> he just got so we've all been there so, too. Oh. For sure. Listen, let's be honest. There's a time when your club has earned its way into the air. It doesn't make it's the starting lineup, this, right? you got to get not, out of the starting lineup. The starting lineup or it needs a little air time. They don't make them as aerodynamic as they should. <laughs> but to get – Danny, I think he also threw in this video – folks, you got to check it out. He also threw a relatively big branch – of the tree up to try to get it loose. And that stuck up there too. And when that happened, he had just had it. He gave his golf bag a couple of big swift kicks and he ran. I guess he just pulled out. I didn't follow up to see if he withdrew from the tournament or what he did. He finished, I think, dead, maybe second from the bottom. Yeah. Close to dead last. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if he withdrew, but yeah. it made me think of stories along the PGA Tour where guys – 
hit a ball and it winds up in a lady's purse or yeah. it winds up in somebody's pocket, yeah. you know, or somebody is at their seat and, and all of a sudden just rolls right under their seat, whatever. Yeah. I mean, that stuff happens all the time. All the time. You hit it on a blanket. I hit it in a woman's handbag one time in Hartford. And I'm like, you got any money in there? I looked in this bag and she had like more paraphernalia, you know, brushes and and mirrors and I think an extra pair of shoes. And I'm like, is this an overnight bag or do you just carry this thing around? She's like, my whole world's in there. Oh I'm like, gosh. well, now my golf ball's in there. That's awesome. Yeah, so I had to get a ruling. It's it's interesting. What is the ruling? So you, you um, because the ball has not found a place on the ground to sit, you got to get as close to you can to where that was and drop it. Now, let's say, Danny, you hit – not that this ever happened to me, but you foul one off and it gets over and gets on the TV cables where it's like sitting half on the ground and half off. And, and there's, you know, these bundle of cables where there's six or eight cables because it has determined a place on the ground. You've got to move all the cables and then set it back on that place. So you place that one. But that happens so much more than than you'd imagine. And in today's world, with the way the boys hit their driver and how, you know, they don't care if they hit it in the fairway, the balls are flying everywhere. Did you ever see somebody pick up the ball and walk with it and uh, use it as like a souvenir? You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, that happened all the time, and then you'd have to run down and get them. Or if no one saw it, because I wasn't always playing in front of the biggest galleries, it's a lost ball. Some people would do that. They just like, oh, here's a golf ball. Like, do That's not what I mean. pick that up. I gotta tell you a story. So I'm play. I am an amateur, and I'm playing in the St. Louis Open, and we're playing at Normandy. Okay, and so uh, I think I'm a junior at UCLA, and I was just home for it, and it was. A thousand degrees, and we're going to go out and play. So I'm having a nice tournament. I'm not going to win the thing, but um, I'm an amateur and playing against some pros. And in fact, I played with Jim Thorpe's brother Chuck, who did wind up um, coming close, if not winning. But anyway, you played the old Normandy. There's kind of zigzaggy holes are crossing over and everything. And I'm and my dad is following me. My dad would always hide behind trees, and you know he'd stick his head around the tree and I'd be looking at my putt and I'd see my dad on my through line looking behind the tree. I'm like, dad, just stand there. Don't po- keep poking your head in and out. I keep seeing your head flying through this. So <laughs> we're standing there, Danny, and there's a weight on one of the short par threes. I think it's like 13 or something. In. And um, I look over at my dad and he's got like a pocket full of golf balls. Like there's two or three golf balls in his pocket. And then I happened to glance over, and there's an old pro that used to be at Norwood when I was a kid. His name was Bobby Eldridge, and he was playing as a pro in the event. And he looks at me, and we kind of catch eyes. And I said, Bobby, or he said, Jay, have you seen a golf um, My golf ball's gone. Oh, no. And I'm thinking, my dad's, dad's got, got it. Balls in his pocket. <laughs> my dad's got golf balls in his pocket. And so I said, I have not. And I said, and I walked, and I didn't say this out loud, but I said, Dad. I said, Bobby, what are you playing? He said, a Titleist two. I said, Dad, you got a Titleist two in your pocket? He goes, yep. And I said, Bobby, my dad has accidentally picked it up and will return it and show you where it is. My dad takes this ball out of his pocket, D, and he just kind of drops it and it rolls smack flush up against the base of a tree. And my dad goes, it was right there. No. And I'm like, Dad. And he goes, son, it was right there. Is that right? I don't. And Bobby looked at me and wanted to kill me. I bet. And my dad. And I'm like, I don't want to say, bro. <laughs> oh, no. So he just had to play it from there had then. Had to play it from there. And I said to Dad, Dad, 
do not for any reason pick up any golf balls out here. I didn't even ask him who the other ball in his pocket <laughs> oh, was. No. Oh, Dan. You know, he's chief. He didn't know what was going on. Yeah. He was a baseball player, but he was breaking sticks and nervous, sweating out there while I was playing. It was tough. I'm going to ask you about your dad later in the show because we do have a little bit of a baseball theme on Golf with Jay Delsing because Rick Horton will be our guest, Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center. And up next, we visit with Chip Mish. He is the new general manager of the Missouri Athletic Club, and that's where we go to tip our cap. We're going to tip our cap to the Missouri Athletic Club, which has been doing great things in our community for a long, long time. Danny, the tip of the cap is brought to you by Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, 314-966-0303. That's the number of our buddy Colin Burnt. He runs that shop and does a phenomenal job. I know it says Volkswagen. He can get you any vehicle you want. Reach me at jay at jdelsongolf.com. I'll personally introduce you to Colin. He's fantastic. The Missouri Athletic Club, Danny, the downtown clubhouse, recently celebrated 120 years of being – around supporting the community. I think it was done based around the 1904 Olympics that we hosted here in St. Louis. And it is a phenomenal members club. There's not quite 3,000 members. There's 27, 2,800 members. There's a West um, clubhouse that you and I go to all the time. We see our buddy Anthony Stalter in there all the time. A great workout room, a nice brunch. There's there's business offices. There's there's the the pool out there in the summertime is jammed, and so there's there's so much to do at the MAC. So we're tipping their cap. We're welcoming Chip uh, and his team over there, Rodney and and the boys. They do a great great job. So we're tipping our cap to the MAC. They're a community. Uh, pillar uh, and a great brand for us at the show to be associated with and it's brought to you by the dean team volkswagen of kirkwood and their number again is 314-966-0303 chip mish our guest the new gm at the missouri athletic club is coming up also some emails later in the show jay at jdelsinggolf.com also if you email us you'll be in an entering uh, enter for a drawing uh, coming up in spring, we're going to play golf with some folks. Danny, we are getting a boatload of emails. I'd say we got 35 last week. 35. It's a lot of people to choose from to play golf with us. I don't know if they're the lucky winners or we are. Depends on how you hit it. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't play know. fast. That's yeah, all we ask. That's all we care about. Yeah, we'll buy you lunch, too. Just play fast. Jay at jdelsinggolf.com. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're coming to you from the Car Shield Studios, and we're presented by Darty Business Solutions. Darty Business Solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, mostly young African-American females are making between 55 dollars and $60,000 per year right out of high school. That's right, fifty-five dollars to $60,000 a year right after high school graduation. 
That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes the talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Darty Business Solutions. Get ready to watch the legends of golf up close when they compete at historic Norwood Hills Country Club right here in St. Louis. The Ascension Charity Classic will be back again with some of golf's greatest names. Steve Stricker, Padraig Harrington, John Daly, David Duvall, Bernard Longer, Justin Leonard, David Toms, and more will compete returning September 3rd through the 8th. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com for information. Are you driving an out-of-warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through CarShield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Traveling by car is a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down, and they can have yours too. Call CarShield today at 800-465-6550 or visit carshield.com. It's CarShield, proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. This is Chris Nagel. And you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, any maker model, then you need to visit the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They are the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. My daughter and I both drive vehicles supplied by Colin and the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. And the reason we have them is because we know we can trust them. They made the car buying experience painless and very easy. Their customer service is second to none. They provided my daughter with a loaner car when her Passat needed repairs. Every single step of the car buying experience was taken care of for us. You can reach Colin at 314-966-0303 and he will answer all of your questions and put your mind at ease. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood has new or pre-owned vehicles to be purchased or leased, whichever you prefer. Once you visit the Dean Team Volkswagen on Manchester and Kirkwood, you'll become a customer for life because they'll treat you like family. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show.
This is Golf with Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning on 101 ESPN with Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin coming to you from the Car Shield Studios, as always presented by Darty Business Solutions. Our guest, Chip Mish, COO and the new general manager of the Missouri Athletic Club, has made his way to St. Louis with an unbelievable resume to boot. First of all, welcome to St. Louis and thanks for doing this. Oh, gentlemen, great to be here with you today. It's certainly a privilege and, you know, getting acclimated to St. Louis. I can't think of a better way to dive in here. It's pretty special. The term drinking out of a fire hose is probably pretty appropriate for you right now. I know that we talked a little off air and you're you're just trying to kind of get your feet under, under underneath you and start off running. Well, it, it was the appeal uh, to joining the team at the MAC. I mean, having... Uh, two unique clubhouses, 2,700 members, almost 500 employees. You know, the fun never ends. And, and I, I looked at all of this as just wonderful, wonderful opportunity. And the chance to get back to the Midwest is pretty cool, too. So a chance to get back to the Midwest. Give us a little idea of your Midwest roots. Sure. Well, I grew up in a small farm town, uh, Rensselaer, Indiana, uh, which is about 100 miles south of Chicago. And uh, mom and dad are still there, but uh, I graduated of Purdue University. And, Boilermaker, uh, huh? Boilermaker, yeah. We're looking pretty good right now in basketball. You don't uh, want to talk football, do you? Not right now. <laughs> There's always next year. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I'm excited. You know, and, and part of that, too, is to get back and form some relationships I had there uh, with the hospitality school, which is important to me to give back a little bit. So looking forward to that as well. And uh, I'm also hoping that uh, Zach Eady makes a return trip for player of the year so we can honor him again at uh, the MAC. Yeah, it's one of the great things that you do, all the different events that you have included uh, included in there is the Jack Buck Awards, which is right around the corner. Chip, one of the things that um, when I take people to the downtown facility, they marvel at the architecture. That It's really almost like a piece of history that is that is out there for, for the members to enjoy. What was your response when you saw that? It's, it's extraordinary. Uh, and it, we just celebrated our 120th anniversary. Wow. So we've been around a little while. Uh, but just to see, you know, the historical elements is also really cool. I mean, it was, you know, formed to be part of the 1904 Olympics, I believe. Uh, and, and, you know, all of those elements. And you see some of the photos of the past and how the clubs evolved. I think they've done a terrific job just staying true to their history as an athletic club. Uh, but what I also like about the MAC is just its ties to the community. Uh, you've got, you know, business leaders from all elements of the St. Louis community. So our ties are pretty deep and broad. And, and I admire that a lot about the MAC. So this is a golf show. MAC, though, is tied into a lot of golf entities. Let's sure. get into that a little bit for fans that don't know that. Well, we're an athletic club. Yeah. Uh, so we have some wonderful partnerships, probably most notably with Glen Echo Country Club. We've got approximately 135 members out there uh just sports enthusiasts uh and, and i've talked to many members that play golf every day throughout the summer months uh so i view that as a strength and you know something we can also build on uh i'm also amazed you know coming from south florida which is the center of the universe for golf but the quality and the caliber of the golf courses and clubs you have here are just world class. It's been fun to, to get out and play a little bit and experience those. Uh, there's a lot to see here. It really, it, it's really neat to, um, for the, for the folks that don't realize you guys do fundraisers, you do, you're, you're fully entrenched in our golf world. And, um, 
You have different reciprocal relationships with, I know, Dalhousie and several other clubs. And so with the membership at the MAC, there's a lot that comes with it, especially from a golf standpoint. Yeah, I, without a doubt. I, and I think that what also appeals to me about the MAC, you know, in addition to these offshoots when you think about golf, is just the other layers uh, that defines the membership there. Uh, we've got groups that are tied uh, to legal uh, outreach groups. We've got a men's singing group called the Apollos that just celebrated their 80th anniversary, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, we've got Danny, you going to be on that Apollo? No, I'm no. not. I don't no, want to ruin it. We're Sorry looking to for we're looking for volunteers. <laughs> you need to keep looking. Yeah. So look you're in for, the wrong studio. <laughs> you, both, you both have great voices, so that's yeah, a starting right. starting point. But you know, when you when you look at all those elements there, you, we just had our Women of Distinction event honoring you know women leaders in the community. Uh, those are things that I just as as I'm going through my first hundred days here, the layers that I'm like, wow, there's just so much more to this club. Chip Mish is our guest, COO, and the new general manager at the Missouri Athletic Club. You guys don't toot your horns all that much, and you give back a lot to the St. Louis community and the region. So I'll ask you a little bit. What what do you guys do in terms of the, the giving and making sure that uh, you're a charitable arm of what St. Louis represents? Well, I think it also reflects the membership. Uh, they're just all about getting things done and not the fanfare that's necessarily tied to that. Uh, you know, most recently, and we actually celebrated again last night, the Youth and Family Center uh, on the outskirts of St. Louis, where we were partnered up with them to renovate their gym uh, for the young children in the community. Uh, that facility has just been transformed. Chip, one of the things that's impressive to me is that the the – and and you are in that more that hospitality world than I am, but to have a place downtown that is truly the center of culture for a hell of a long time, you said 120 years. But then if you go to the out to the West County uh, facility, Danny and I do a lot of business lunches there. The the fitness uh, uh, facilities are, are are awesome, but. We constantly see the swimming pool is full of children, you know, and families, and there's all sorts of different functions going on. And the first couple of times you go through there, you just don't realize how many different areas there are in that West County Center that, and hell, half the time they're all full. Well, it's 220,000 square feet of facilities. So at racquetball, basketball, tennis, uh, you know, it just keeps going. But you're right. It's a family club out west. You know, downtown kind of takes on that more traditional uh, business type of personality uh, to it. Uh, but out west, I think that as we look at the future and growth, we're really going to focus heavily on where we can expand out there, where we can refine what we already offer. I, you know, I, I was amazed to learn our summer programming. In any given day, we have 350 kids there at a camp. Yeah. Yeah, good uh, luck trying to find parking. I'm, I'm one of those guys, <laughs> which is a great problem to have. It, it's a, yeah, yeah. It, that's when you know you're doing something well. Is when they, you, exactly. Complain about parking all yeah. day long. I can deal with that. And you that. have plenty of parking. That's the, that's yeah, the thing. Nothing, is, it's there's so many people going yeah. out there. Well, the, the church next door is a wonderful uh, yeah. partner yes. with us as well. But then, you know, you, you got the pool side, you got the fitness, you got all the elements, and then you can go upstairs to the 1903 bar, right? Yeah. And have a really cool drink on the patio with friends. Uh, to me, that's the epitome of just a great private club. 
What's next on the horizon? What do you want to accomplish as a newer guy into the job? I mean, you have a lot of things that you want to keep going that are successful, but what are some things that you're maybe working on that you want to put your personal touch with? Well, we're an athletic club, and I want to really drive that element home and take it to next level. So I think that as we look towards our planning and how we look at facilities, it's really going to take on what is better in each of those capacities. I think as both you gentlemen know, uh, our professional team there, whether it's fitness or squash or training or whatever it might be, are just best in class. So we want to give them everything they need to succeed and then some. When it comes to a brand, Chip, you're walking in, at least in my opinion, Danny feels the same way, that this is an iconic brand that's been around, as you said, for a long, long time. It's it's really something when you think about um, to have something that stands the test of time and that is still, there's still so much to talk about. It's, it's remarkable. Well, one thing I will always say, the best clubs are defined by its membership. Everybody, everybody has swimming pools and good food and great cocktails and, you know, great entertaining opportunities, but it really comes down to the people. And that includes the employees. I think we're positioned well, very well for the long term. It's a great membership. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to in my first hundred days or so there that have said I'm a third or fourth generation member. Right. I remember coming here with my grandpa would drop me off and... And then we'd have hamburgers on Saturdays. I mean, those, those are just great stories. I also think, you know, again, being an athletic club, wellness and fitness is a sustainable business model. Sure. So I, I, I really think that we're going to position ourselves very, very well in the future in that regard. So, and I think that that expands. I, I think what I'm sensing from the board and the membership if there is another golf opportunity or if there's another means to expand any of our athletic components, we're You're all on it. We're yeah. listening. We'll hear it all. So I think that's kind of cool. Finally, as we wrap this up, I guess you're finding out, and you probably already knew, this truly is one of the best sports towns in America. People truly care about sports, professional, college, doesn't matter, amateur, they they care about sports here in St. Louis. You're finding that out. It's it's amazing. It <laughs> yeah. really is. Uh, the layers, I mean, I keep hearing about Battle Hawks uh, coming up. I mean, they're excited about Battle Hawks. Hockey season's here. Uh, it's Yeah, it's extraordinary. Uh, and, and, and I'm also, you know, being associated with the MAC tied to the Sports Commission, uh, really excited about the things they're looking to bring into St. Louis uh, that's on the horizon with some of these athletic championships. It's pretty cool. You know, Chip, for, it's a huge win for golf to have a brand like the MAC involved. And the fact that, you know, that's expanding all the time, as you said, there's all the reciprocal arrangements. It's a big win for us. Absolutely. Chip, welcome to St. Louis. Thanks for doing this. And Thank best you, of gentlemen. luck with everything you're doing with the MAC. It's a pleasure. Thank you, you so got much. It. You got it. That's Chip Mish the COO, new GM of the Missouri Athletic Club. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Do you remember the golden rule? I'm sure you do, but just in case it goes like this. Treat people the way that you'd like to be treated. At People's National Bank, that one statement is the cornerstone of what this bank is all about. Locally owned with 23 locations in Southern Illinois and the metropolitan St. Louis area, People's National Bank parlays a robust menu of commercial or personal banking services you could possibly need with a friendly yet hardworking 
Midwestern attitude. Maybe you just want to do business with a bank whose entire team lives in the same neighborhoods as we do. If you're like me and doing business with someone you trust is important to you, then People's National Bank is the bank for you. Jason Rantham, local president, is here for you to call and he'll answer any questions you may have. His personal cell is 314-974-2243. You can also find us online at peoplesnationalbank.com. People's National Bank is here for all of your banking needs. Hi, this is Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center. At FGLC here in Kirkwood, we feature a double-decker driving range, two large grass tees with Tahoma Bermuda grass. You want to work on your short game? We have a short game area too, which features a 20,000 square foot green, three bunkers, and zoysia surrounds. Also at Family Golf and Learning Center, don't forget about our nine-hole par three course, the indoor trackman simulators, and our performance center. If you're looking for the best golf instruction, regardless of skill, we can help. Find out more at FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. We make St. Louis better at golf. Okay, so you know Marcone is the largest distributor of GE parts in North America. Check. You know about their support for backstoppers, first responders, and our men and women in the military. Check that also. Well, here's their latest community venture. It's called Rees Across America. This year, Marcone will place 1,000 Christmas wreaths on the grave sites of our fallen military heroes in 10 different cemeteries around the country. From Dallas to Delaware, Western New York to Houston, New Jersey to right here at Jefferson Barracks. Each of these locations and more will have wreaths delivered and respectfully placed on a grave site. Remember the fallen, honor those who serve, and teach the next generation the value of freedom. That's the mission of the Rees Across America program. So join the Golf with Jay Delsing show and Marcone and sponsor a wreath. Volunteer or partner with us to support our military. Saturday, December 16th is National Rees Across America Day. So get involved. That's Marcone and Rees Across America. Hey, St. Louis, Eddie McVeigh here from Maggie O'Brien's. When you head downtown for a concert or cards or blues game, and now for the St. Louis City soccer game, please come see us at Maggie O'Brien's before and after your event. Take our shuttle to and from or stay in-house and watch your favorite team on our multiple high-def TVs. We look forward to seeing you soon at one of our two locations in Sunset Hills on South Lindbergh or downtown at the corner of Market and 20th Street. Union Station is next to us. I'd like to welcome I Promise to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. What is I Promise, you ask? It's a St. Louis-based company with the most clinically backed eye health performance supplement brand with over 20 years of eye health expertise and nutrition science. It's all natural and their cutting edge science and technology has helped I Promise forge many exciting new golf partnerships like with the PGA of America, the Titleist Performance Institute, the Ledbetter Academy, and many more. Perhaps the most exciting component for me is that all of this new improvement is measurable. I can tell you that in my case, my initial score was around 0.25. And after taking the I Promise product for two plus months, my score soared to almost 0.60. It had more than doubled. I can now read the greens better because I'm not really dealing with as much glare and trying to manage that and I squint much less when I'm playing golf. And you don't have to take it from me. Check out what Padraig Harrington has to say about this product. He is playing some of the best golf of his career in his early 50s, and he swears, I promise, has helped improve his short game. 
check out I Promise. That's I Promise, the company helping us to see better, play better, and live better. Visit them at IPromise.com. Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning rolls on and our thanks to Chip Mish, the new GM COO of the Missouri Athletic Club for stopping on by. Boy, the MAC's doing a lot and they're getting involved more and more in the game of golf. No, they really are. And like I said to uh, Chip, it's to the benefit of all we golfers and, and that, that love the game to have something, uh, a brand and the weight of an MAC to be behind us and and I really feel like, Danny, they're just starting. I mean, I just had this sense from talking to Chip that he's he's got a lot up his sleeve. He looks like a really highly accomplished guy, really fun to talk to. And, um, man, it was impressive. You know, he hasn't been here that long. And we were popping him with a bunch of good questions, and, and it, 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 I, I loved what he had to say. I love that they have reciprocals across the state, Dalhousie being yep. one, but they're really connected to Glen Echo. Yep. Glen Echo, man, has been here a long time. That's a fun place to be. It is, and Danny, Glen Echo reminds me so much of the way that I grew up playing. There's not a level eye on the place. You're uphill, you're downhill, you're a side hill, the greens sit up, the greens are sloping this way, that way. It's not a long golf course, but there's a lot of things that are equalized out there and the lies are, are one of them you grew up in norwood did you play Glen echo much we did we it's played right down the bit. street yeah it's just right down the street we did yeah and you know d when i was a kid any club that would have me i played yeah I was like it. So for sure i'm coming over historic Glen echo because that ties in as well to the 1904 olympic games i don't know if you knew that yeah and it's incredible but it's the, the they hosted the olympic games at Glen Echo in 1904, and it's the oldest golf course west of the Mississippi, I believe, D. So that is uh, more history than maybe you were looking for here on golf <laughs> I was, with Jay Delsey. They, we, I lo- we both love their clubhouse. We went oh, over there one day and, and just had lunch over there, and I think we ran into the big the big O, Orlando Pace and his, and his boys, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, remember I went up to the big O and I said, if you hit into us, oh, yeah. you're going to have problems with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and then I just kind of walked away with my tail between my <laughs> I said that to Orlando, and you were looking at me like, what's wrong with you? To stop that. Yeah, this guy, he could kick both of our asses with one hand. Oh, my gosh. And he's lost. What did he tell us? He's lost 40 pounds, something like that. And he's playing weight. And he still, he looks awesome. He does look awesome. Big man. He is an NFL Hall of Famer that played tackle, played at a bigger size, and he's still a big, big man. But, man, could he move. He was so good. He yep. was so athletic. Great feet. Great, great feet. feet at that position. Yep. And not a bad golf swing either. No, and he's uh, the, and he the loves best the thing game. is, it's like, who doesn't want to have someone, a quality of human being like Orlando Pace supporting the game and, and, and opening doors wherever he can? That's awesome. So we've got Adam Betts coming up as well. Ricky Horton will be our guest coming up in hour number two. Adam Betts, lots to get into. They've won a bunch of awards at Family Golf and Learning Center. A ton coming up, so we'll ask him about that. But I want to get into what you do in the off season. What what is your best advice for people that are out there right now? And it's starting to get cold. Thanksgiving just came and went. We've got uh, the Christmas holiday around the corner, so the weather really is changing finally here in St. Louis, going from a fall to a winter. We'll have some decent days. You can get out there. But what is the best advice for golfers during an off season? What do you do to stay as much as you can sharp in the game? Keep moving. 
keep moving, man. Do not sit around. I mean, just what they have. Adam's got sim leagues going on. So that's guys, that's a simulator. You can just rent the simulator per hour. You can do a training session. You can do a, you can measure how far your golf, how far each club goes. You can play St. Andrews, Pebble Beach, or just pick one and, but just swing and get moving. If you can't swing a golf club or if you're used to, you know, putting your clubs away, then, then stretch. And get your butt moving. Don't sit on the couch, man. Father time sucks. He's undefeated at this thing, and he just he winds up whipping us. And, and um, you know, I hear so many people tell me, well, that first month of the golf season, Danny, you know, it just takes me. D- don't do that, man. Get out there. Put it on your calendar. Go hit balls a couple days a week. The place is heated over there at, at, at Family Golf and Learning Center. You can go inside and work on your short game. There's plenty to do. Plenty to do. When you had time off between tour stops, what did you do? If you had extended time off in an off season, which now there doesn't seem like there's any of them that have much time off, but what did you do specifically to stay sharp? We had very little off time, Danny. We would play. Uh, we we have the team tournament and then the mixed team tournament. And those were in December. And then we'd probably get three weeks off before we started practicing again. But when I would take my time off and get totally away from it, I put my clubs away. I didn't even know where they were. I drove carpool with the girls. I did whatever, whatever the hell they needed to do, go up to the school and act like I knew what I was doing and some of those <laughs> parent-teacher things and, 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 and stuff like that. So I was – for me, that was more of a mental thing. Now, I worked out every day. I was, I was at the gym every day doing cardio. We didn't start, I didn't start lifting weights until I was 40. Wow. I know you can't tell that. That's oh, you a, look I'm, fantastic. I'm just ripped. Not shredded. Body of a retired mailman over here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, a lot I'm of walking and too. no muscle. <laughs> oh. Leave it to me to give you trouble. Oh. Look at this guy. Oh, my gosh. Between the two of us, we don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> no. no, forget it. So, um, but, but that winter time for me was a time to refresh the battery. It's just the, the older I got, the traveling and then being away from the girls took a, took a toll. It was nothing I ever um, imagined when I first got my card. But then all of a sudden, you know, you've got these people at home that you love and care about. You don't get to see them. Right. And I took my kids with me probably more than anybody. We did a l- even did a little homeschooling out on the road, Danny, and, and things like that. So um, we tried to make it work uh, however we could. Absolutely. Coming up, we'll visit with Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning here on 101 ESPN. Powers Insurance and Risk Management is a family-owned local business that's been helping our community for over 200 years. In the always confusing world of insurance, Powers Insurance provides clarity, exceptional service, and the latest in cutting edge products to deliver the highest quality in property and casualty coverage, as well as strategic planning consultation services. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you. That's right, partner with you to customize the right coverage for you and your family. Tim Davis, the Chief Operations Officer, will personally sit down and talk you through the ins and outs of your policies. They are experts at helping you control your workplace expenses and helping to guarantee the safety of you and your employees and their needs. You can visit them at powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com for all of your insurance needs. 
For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's, located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking, and their best ingredient? It's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's. From greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family, Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. Hey, this is Jay Delsing, and we golfers are always looking for ways to improve our games. For me, That means I want the very best and the very latest in equipment and in technology. The place for me is Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood. Tom DeGrand opened Pro-Am Golf Center in 1975, and ever since then, he and his family have provided St. Louis with the finest in golf equipment, instruction, and the latest in the ever-changing world of golf technology. Whether you are a scratch golfer looking to find the latest in range finders or a newcomer looking to find your first set of clubs, Pro-Am Golf has just what you're looking for. You say you're looking to get yourself custom fitted for a new set of clubs, you need to call TJ. He has fit me personally and he is the best in town. If you mention my name, CJ will take 50% off the already low fitting price. So if you need anything from golf balls to a new pair of shoes or a lesson from Tom, who by the way, has been helping St. Louisans play better golf for over 45 years, Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood is the place for you. You can also visit them at ProAmUSA.com. That's Pro-Am Golf. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to JDelsingGolf.com. You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's JDelsingGolf.com. Redbird Heating and Cooling sponsors the Veterans Vocational Apprenticeship Program. Jed, the CEO and former Marine, will teach, mentor, and sign off on educational and mechanical work hours to help you get fully licensed while you work and get paid by the company. What a great way to launch your career as a fully licensed HVAC specialist. Visit RedbirdHVAC.com. That's Redbird Heating and Cooling. WSOS, WSOS HD1 East St. Louis, 101 ESPN is driven by Auto Centers Nissan, home of the lifetime warranty and 30-day return. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're halfway home and it's time to make the turn. Let's get back to Jay and Dan. This is Golf with Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning, Thanksgiving weekend. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin, and we welcome in the owner and proprietor of Family Golf and Learning Center located in Kirkwood, one of our great sponsors on Golf with Jay Delsing, and that's Adam Betts. Boys, the holiday season is here, so you're in full swing, aren't you? We're in full uh, winter mode almost. You know, the, the temps have dropped, and, uh, yeah, we're rocking and rolling with some uh, – some you know simulators some sim, you got, sim leagues are going yeah, yeah, and uh, the heated it. bays are rocking those heaters are singeing hair off people's heads <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's awesome it's going well, well we've got to get people to make sure adam that they don't sit on their butts through the winter and they get out to your place there's so much to be had you can get lessons you get you that's all there they just need i don't know if people 
what's the reaction, Adam, when somebody walks in for the first time? It's got to be like head on a swivel. Yeah, I mean, they, they are uh, in awe of the facility, the, uh, the the simulators, the indoor practice room, Triad Bank Scoring Lab with that indoor green. They're just like, wow, we didn't even know this existed. Um, and then we go, you know, take a right and go to the back nine and show them the bar and grill and, and the terrace and the new short game green. And they're just like, wow, this is great. St. Louis needed something like this. So, yeah, the uh, the feedback has been great through the, uh, the first few years here. So winterizing, uh, a lot of people are saying, okay, I put my clubs away, but that's not necessarily what you need to do. And you supply, the effort is there for people to go out and make sure they continue to work on their game. 100% one of our main goals when we took over Family Golf and Learning Center was to make it the most winter-relevant practice facility in St. Louis. Um, you know, as a competitive player growing up, I'd come home from the mini tours down in South Florida where I was playing year-round, and I'd come home for this exact holiday, and um, I'd be home for Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I wouldn't have a good place to practice. Um, Not at all. You'd hit off a rubber mat that was seeing more rubber than turf, and you'd hit a <laughs> ball that went four different directions, you know, the old hook slice ball yeah, there yeah. on the range, um, and the heaters wouldn't work. So, you know, it was uh, important for me uh, to make it a winter-relevant place that everybody can use throughout the winter months. Your tagline, we make St. Louis better at golf. This is where this can make a huge difference, especially as we age, because people talk about this all the time, like what stretching, staying, but, but swinging. Yeah. You yeah, got to swing, keep swinging, stay up with your body, set goals for the winter. I think that's the biggest thing, you know, Hey, I'm going to make sure I go to the range at least once a week. You're going to come out of the off season better than ever. And this off season definitely sets people back a lot because there really wasn't much offering in terms of practice and staying up on your game through these months so yeah without a doubt set goals for yourself make sure that you're staying you know with your goals and practicing you know moving your body rotating your get your a coach get a coach too, get man. a coach having those eyes yeah man, look it's no accident d that every single guy on the pga tour has a coach and he doesn't go Two feet away from him when things go sideways. Adam, you know what I it's like. I love that you say that because, you know, I you look at all the teams that the Rory McIlroy's and all the tour players that are out there week in, week out. I mean, they have a, a mental coach. They've got a trainer. They've got a swing coach. They've got a putting coach. So at Family Golf and Learning Center, our, our goal was to – provide every resource necessary for a golfer to reach their goal and, and reach their potential trainers there for golf specific absolutely moves. and that's something i think that you have to consider when you're in the winter months yeah no doubt about it Z dr zach cutler with performance chiropractic does a great job upstairs in our gym it's a 2500 square foot gym we, we do memberships so come on down and, and use the gym throughout the off season um we do monthly memberships um zach can provide you with an assessment to, to tell you how your body's moving um and ways to make it move better he's um, a good player and a really player. good human and um you know it's it's just no accident adam you can't and look i'm a walking example you can't sit around and think you're even going to stay where you were you've got to push it to to to, to try to keep without a doubt and nowadays strength. there's so much technology and devices and so much knowledge that we all now have with how the body moves and, and needs to move and so you know zach is up there helping people that are already in pain but the biggest thing is like you you want to make your body move better so that you can play longer um and play your best for as long as possible how um, about uh by the way i want to get into this 
enough of all this working out stuff. I need gift cards. <laughs> I need to help out people at Christmas. Yeah. I really do. So give me a gift card. What, what are some of the things you guys are doing with that? Yeah, so we're, we're a one-stop shop for golfers. Uh, the gift card is usable for all any this working out all, stuff. Yeah. Give me a, get, yeah, I'm through this. <laughs> Let's have some balls and have a beer. Um, <laughs> no, so the gift card's great. Uh, you know, anything in the golf shop, you can buy a hat, you can buy a bucket of balls, you can have a burger and a beer, or, you know, use some time on the simulators with a gift card. So it's if, if you've got a golfer in your family, it is the the perfect holiday gift. You mentioned the simulators. You guys do sim leagues. Yeah, we do sim leagues. We're we're in uh, session one now. We've got session two coming up right after the new year, um, and then session two will start in February and go into the middle of March. So there's six week sessions. So much uh, fun! Oh, there's oh. so much fun. Everybody just has a blast. We do nine hole matches with your four person team. We do uh, matches against all the other teams that are playing uh, in that session. So you're up against a few other teams, and we play a different nine hole format, and we've got some of the best golf courses on track man yeah for somebody adam that doesn't know a simulator take us through that a little bit because you get i mean it's like um even if you're not techie because i'm not super techie but i get in front of those i'm like this is just so cool it is one of the coolest things i've ever seen as a golfer you know uh the TrackMan simulator is is a superior technology that is you know you're going to play a golf course you're going to play pebble beach and you're going to get a, a real simulation of it i mean it, the graphics are incredible um the radar is super accurate um and you're gonna you know you're going to hit a lot of shots, and you're going to get the right feedback, and it's it's a pretty cool experience. Do you remember when you launched and you opened, and we came down there in Panger and um, Pronger and, and the great Ozzie Smith and having that closest to the whole contest and watching that? I mean, you're watching the ball. You know, it hits it hits the, the front screen, but you're watching it fly, and I think we yep. were on the seventh at Pebble, yeah, and we were. it was just it's just so fun. You're because there's a little resin going around. Oh, hundred percent. Uh, we see guys do that. Like once Sim League ends and they got a little more time, it's like let's do a quick close to the pin contest yeah. for five bucks. Or, yeah. You know, for the next round, and it's it everybody's having fun in the Sims. It's a yeah. good atmosphere, yeah. and we do those on uh, let's see here Monday, Tuesday, Thursday nights. How, how much do you use those? simulators adam betts is our guest from family golf and learning center but how much do you use the simulators for teaching we use them often um you know that in the tribank scoring lab we have um kind of our fitting bay and our lesson bay which is what we primarily use that for um it's a great tool i mean we have some of our better players go through the trackman combine which is a 60 shot uh ball striking test uh, that's going to take you from your lob wedge all the way to your driver and it's going to score you so it's a great assessment for people to come in and do individually i mean come test your skills with your ball striking in the beginning of the winter come and use the sim once a week and watch your assessment score drop and before you know it you're going to be playing your best golf come april no doubt and we got to thank jim regna for he's a great supporter of the game and a really good guy and Without he's got this that's my i gotta say that's my favorite room in your that scoring lab is when i walked in there i'm like i'm not going anywhere else because you also have a bay in there for yep. for for your uh, an additional track man you could go you know you can do fittings in the winter yeah you really absolutely. can folks you want to you're looking at a new set of clubs or someone gives you a gift certificate to family golf and learning center and you get a new set of clubs get in there and get fit for that set of yeah, clubs I before say, you do it yeah if, if your husband or the golfer in your family is looking for new clubs don't just go out and buy them a driver um buy them a gift card for family golf and learning center and have them get fit hundred hundred percent because you can buy a club with a gift card, you can pay for the fitting, you can do all that stuff. Um, and we're actually running a fitting uh, special right now where the fitting fee is, is waived. So um, that gift card can be used for that fitting, and, and it's so important. And Danny, we talk about this all the time, about the importance of getting fit 
fitted and getting the right gear. If you're going to make this investment, like a new driver, like you said, Adam, get fit so that it's the right shaft head combination. It has to be because there's so many different shafts nowadays. And, you know, we were all forced to use the same shaft and everybody had to figure it out with that one stiff shaft that Cowley offered. But now there's hundreds of them. And, you know, not to say we're going to go through 100 different shafts that you're fitting. You know, we're going to kind of narrow it down pretty quickly for you and maybe have one, two or three. Um, But nowadays with the driver and and what you're looking for is that high launch, low spin type of shot. Well, there's a shaft head combo that's different for you, me, Danny, I mean, and and for all the listeners. So you got to figure that out. So so the process goes like this, Adam. You put a a lady or gentleman on on the track, man, and the numbers come out and it gives you ranges on where to go for it. It's not like, oh, we got to look for the chef where we're going to have this thing right here and then we're going to put it in a club for you and you're going to get to hit that damn thing right then and you're going to go... That doesn't feel like my seven Exactly. It's really cool. TrackMan offers the optimization uh, tool. And so if you come and use the sim by yourself, just before even doing a fitting, you can come and test your own driver out and see if the launch parameters and the spin rates and the speeds are optimal. And if they are, then guess what? I don't. I wouldn't suggest a new driver for you. But if they're not, well, then you're losing distance and uh, you're you're not you're not reaching your potential with your driver. Your staff is awesome. I can attest to that firsthand. You guys do a hell of a job with people like me, the women, girls, the schools, kids, all of them. Um, but you have a lot of awards coming out end of year now. Your director of golf uh, took home a wow. lot of hardware. Yeah, he cleaned up this year, yeah, man. We're did. super proud of Blake Charmatero. Uh, he's PGA member and director of golf. Um, he directs a lot of our programming for junior golf, including the junior league, the PJ Junior League, which is one of the biggest in town. Um, it's a fantastic league. Uh, we run you know, team versus team, two-person scrambles uh, with the kiddos, and the kids love it. It's so fun watching watching him strategize, but he's uh, he's turned that program into one of the top 10 programs in the country, uh, and so he's won the Youth Player Development Award this year. He's won the Player Development Award this year, wow. and he's also the Gateway PGA's Teacher and Coach of the Year. Wow. Uh, we're not aware of sweep, anybody winning all three of those no. awards in one year, so uh, this is a pretty monumental year for for Blake Charmatero and Family Golf and Learning Center, no Danny, doubt about it. Danny, somebody else over there won something, didn't they? Uh, our buddy Bobby Gauss. He has been around forever. He's working the legend. at Family. He the is legend. the legend, Bobby Gauss. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Bobby G. Well, Bobby G is, uh, you know, he's a one-of-a-kind type of guy, man. He is just as cool as they come. He's as calm as and collected as anybody can get, and he hits the ball good. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say he good. He, he hits the ball play. great, yeah. and he has for many years. Yeah. I think he's played in nine major championships, maybe a Nine major championships, I believe. Wow! Um, don't hold me to that, BG. Um, but uh, he's he's just a legend. He plays great. Uh, even now, he's a super senior player of the year this year. And then Rob Sidorsik, uh, another great player that teaches um, as our director of instruction. Um, he is he hits it so straight. It's 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 almost he maddening when you play straight. with him. Yeah. Um, you know, I I told him last year, and I think I think I have I'm the one to like kind of. I'm, I'm patting myself on my back here. Um, but I told him last year, I go, man, you would play such great golf if you just got the ball pin high. I go, you hit it so straight. Right, I go, yeah. all last year, he was just short of the green, short of the green, short of the green. He's a great pitcher of the ball, but yeah. he Take got the ball club. pin high. And, yep. and guess what? He, he qualifies for the senior uh, PGA National yeah. Championship, and that's how you get into the senior 
PGA Championship. He played great down there. He shot even par and got into the Senior PGA Championship. That's going to be played at uh, Harbor Shores uh, yeah. up in Michigan in May. So we're excited for Rob. Guy named Adam Betts also took home some hardware That's as well. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, how about that? You know, uh, that I was lucky enough to win the public merchandiser of the year award which there's not a whole lot of luck yeah it was to do it's it, pretty dude. cool you know yeah. we've we've created a brand um and we've got a golf shop that's unique it, it, it provides a lot of what you'd find in a normal golf shop but uh, a different type of feel and, and the brand kind of uh stands alone in our town and and stands for something pretty special and uh we're glad we're making an impact that way too I don't know if people know where you are, Adam, but tell them where you are. And if they haven't been there in three or four years, man, they got to come down and yep. check it out. It's nothing. They're, they're going to be blown away. Yeah, come on down. Check us out. Come into the golf shop. Have a conversation. We're very welcoming, uh, and uh, the environment is, is really great. Um, we are located down on Marshall Road off of Tree Court Industrial and Boulevard. Um, that's right where the Kirkwood Athletic Fields used to be. Um, easiest ways to get there is kind of uh, Geyer and 44 or Big Bend and 270. Yep. Um, it's pretty easy to find. We all can plug it in our, in our maps. So. And you can plug it in on your phone in terms of finding your website. So tell Absolutely. us about your website very quickly. Yeah, our website's easy. It's www www.familygolfonline.com you can get all the information about all these programs you can sign up for your sim league you gift can buy cards. a gift card um, and you can find our location that way um, so yeah check us out online or come down and just walk on in always great to have you in studio thanks for doing it always good being with you guys thanks congrats, so much adam congrats yeah. and keep doing it we need you there man yeah we're, we're happy to uh, be here in st louis making an impact and making a difference in the golfing community that's adam betts this is golf with jay delsing we're presented by darty business solutions Hey, this is Jay Delsing for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. SSM Health Physical Therapy has the Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screening on you as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. Proper posture, alignment, etc. can help you keep your game right down the middle. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. Get ready to watch the legends of golf up close when they compete at historic Norwood Hills Country Club right here in St. Louis. The Ascension Charity Classic will be back again with some of golf's biggest names. Steve Stricker, Padre Harrington, John Daly, David Duvall, Bernard Longer, Ernie Els, and more will return September 3rd through the 8th at Norwood Hills. All tournament proceeds go to area charities serving North St. Louis County youth and families. Sponsorship opportunities, pro-am foursomes, and more information available for you at ascensioncharityclassic.com. Are you driving an out-of-warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through CarShield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Traveling by car is a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. 
CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down, and they can have yours too. Call CarShield today at 800-465-6550 or visit carshield.com. It's CarShield, proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. Hi, this is Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic. And you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Darty Business Solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, mostly young African-American females are making between $55,000 and $60,000 per year right out of high school. That's right, fifty-five dollars to $60,000 a year right after high school graduation. That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes the talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Darty Business Solutions. Hey, St. Louis, Eddie McVeigh here from Maggie O'Brien's. When you head downtown for a concert or cards or blues game, and now for the St. Louis City soccer game, please come see us at Maggie O'Brien's before and after your event. Take our shuttle to and from or stay in-house and watch your favorite team on our multiple high-def TVs. We look forward to seeing you soon at one of our two locations in Sunset Hills on South Lindbergh or downtown at the corner of Market and 20th Street. Union Station is next to us. Show continues on a Sunday morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're coming to you from the Car Shield Studios on 101 ESPN, as always, presented by Darty Business Solutions. About what Adam has going right now at Family Golf and Learning Center with wow. the guys that are winning all these awards, including Adam himself. How about a trophy case or uh, what, right. what are we going to build over there? You know how Adam is, though, man. The one thing that I love about Adam Betson, there's a lot to love. He does not sit still. No. He's always talking about, you know, off the, off the air, he's talking about, hey, maybe we'll add to the driving range. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. He's always looking at trying to make his facility even more dominant than it already is in the community. I mean, it's just, it stands out all, all, all to itself. We were talking about our buddy, Bob Gauss, Bobby G. Bob, he, he gets an award too. He's been golf, around forever. Played junior golf against Bobby G. His dad was out there every day with us. And uh, Bobby's been a hell of a player for a long, long time, Danny. And um, uh, just a, just a damn, damn good player. Yeah. Really good player. All right. We're going to visit with um, Ricky Horton coming up. For fans that don't know, 
and you've mentioned this time and again, but your dad was a Major League Baseball player, and I know it's something you're extremely proud of. Oh, my gosh. Well, between you and I, if we didn't have golf or baseball to talk about or to text or to send pictures or all this, I don't know what we'd – we wouldn't need a phone. Is this how you wound up in St. Louis, though? Because your dad was with the St. Louis Browns. He's from Wisconsin. Right, right. And then wound up playing Major League Baseball with the Browns in St. Louis. And he did. Did he decide to, with his family, you guys, to locate here? Or how did you guys all wind up in St. Louis? Yeah, so um, they my, my, my mom and dad traveled around, obviously, quite a bit with the game. And they were either, their two favorite cities were Charleston or St. Louis. And when dad... Uh, got traded from the Yankees to the Browns. They came to St. Louis, and then they moved. Then he got traded about a year and a half after that to the Tigers. So my, uh, I have three older sisters. The youngest of those three older sisters was born in Detroit, and Dad had his best years in the in the bigs at um, in Detroit, where he, um, I think he had two eighty eight one year. I think he had twelve home runs, and um, led the American League in fielding percentage and what position center fielder yeah yeah so um they wound up um coming back to st louis because it was either going to be st louis or charleston and they just they love the community danny we my parents bought a little house up in uh, glasgow village for forty two hundred dollars and when my dad got traded to detroit bill white the great bill white lived in our house is that right those guys had just Uh, you never told me that I don't know how the hell I never never told it to, told you that, but it's it's just this little community within a community, and these guys were that's just the way that it all rolled, and and there were a lot of ball players living in that area, and uh, it was kind of the new growth area I think back then in the in the fifties, and um, yeah, they just kind of swapped houses and things like that. Your dad was the pinch runner for Eddie Goodell, commonly known as a little person. Yeah. And one of the most famous uh, stunts in all of Major League Baseball. When I bring that up to you, I, I've never said this to you. I think you kind of enjoy it, but I think you don't because your dad has talked about in that regard and not looked at maybe by some for the great career that he had. Is that fair, fair to say that? 100%. You're, you're right on. I mean, my, there, there's no denying Bill Veck and this the the kill disco the the thing that he was he was he was more of a showman than disco anything demolition else. night disco demolition night he also had the the uh, Chicago White Sox wearing shorts uh, and it goes on yeah and on and um, that that whole Eddie Goodell thing I got to tell you Danny that happened in 1953 my dad never talked about it never really he, he barely ever talked about it and then I'll never forget this this is so squirrely but. Do you remember back in the day, and all the all the young people listening will probably go make a sandwich or something when I tell the story. But remember how the bookmobiles used to come, and that little domey round thing would park in, and and each class would get to go in and get a book. Yeah, I bought a I bought a book. I signed a book out called Strange but True Baseball Stories. I'm not kidding you. This was a real book. I was going to ask you: Is this how you found out about your? This dad? Is how I found out. I'm not kidding you. The story wasn't right? talked about, and I said, "Oh my gosh, this is my dad." This, and so I took that book home, and I'm like, "Dad," and he goes, "Yeah, that happened." And he was, I'm like, "Well, give me something," and he's like, "It happened." We didn't know what was going on, you know. I was second game of a doubleheader. 
had a couple base hits in the first one, and I didn't wasn't in the lineup card. And then they walked this little guy, and then I ran, and then the game went on. I mean, that's his explanation. Really? And that's it. And now imagine if he – just think about if, if – if you could see him pinch running for Eddie Goodell, if there's a picture of those two together, which I don't think there was one that exists. One. Yep. I, I've looked and I haven't seen one. If you sign that picture, could you imagine memorabilia, that how expensive that would be to get a picture like that signed? I know it'd be worth I mean, because uh, the, the, um, Eddie Goodell's uniform is in the Hall of Fame and, and the DeWitts, of course, have done great job kind of memorializing the entire event and trying to keep it alive. I mean, it's a part of baseball lore. It's, I mean, it's, you can't really make this up. It's so unusual. Your dad, um, was a part of that. And Eddie Goodell, obviously a part of that, but your dad knew the DeWitts and that family. Well, you've always told me they, they really treated him well, really treated him well. So I, when I was playing in the, um, Westchester classic, which is up in, uh, Westchester County in New York, I, uh, a fellow named Art Richmond, who used to be the general manager for the Yankees, reached out to me and said, hey, if you're in town, I'd love to have lunch with you. I'm like, it came on, you know, New York Yankee letterhead. It was left in my locker. I, was, I called him right away. And he said, "What you know, what's your week look like? I'm like, how about, you know, after my morning round, let's go. My dad, I mean, uh, Art told me stories my dad never told me. And he said, they had a guy na- number five, Used to patrol center field out for the Yankees. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, uh, and, and one of my dad's favorite players. My dad's two favorite players were Joe DiMaggio, who was number five, and then Lou Gehrig, who was, um, what, number three? He was. was he, think? No, yeah. Babe Ruth was number Babe three. Ruth, yeah, sick. Was he sick? No, I don't know. Whatever. doesn't matter. Um, and it's a Golf with Jay Delsing show. We get close on our facts. What an idea. <laughs> yeah. But Art Richmond said to my dad, you know, a funny story was um, him re-signing my dad after they won the, the World Series. He said, Jim, we'd love for you to play for the Yankees. And he, he's, and my dad said, oh, hell, Art, I'd love to play for the Yankees again next year. And he said, we're going to pay you $5,000. And my dad said, is that negotiable, Art? And he said, yeah, take it or leave it. And that was it. That was it. So my dad signed with the Yankees and about midway through the year. You know, dad wasn't getting a play. Uh, Joe was dominant, Hall of Famer, just just a stud out in center field. And Art came to my dad and said, Jim, I know you want to play. And he goes, I really do want to play. My dad would have rather been in triple A, Danny, than sitting on a bench in the major league club. There wasn't talk about um, pensions and things like that. They didn't care about that. They wanted to play. He didn't tell anybody he had a bum hamstring or this, that, the other. You just played. And he said, Jim, I'm going to trade you to the St. Louis Browns. Now, I know they're the worst team in baseball, but they've got a family there. The DeWitt family is a great family, and they'll take really good care of you. And now this is, for the folks that don't know, the episode with Eddie Goodell, Bill DeWitt II, the current chairman of the board, was the bat boy when my dad played. And Bill DeWitt II's father, the original Bill DeWitt, was the general manager of the Browns at the time. So... The DeWitts have been in the middle of baseball and baseball lore and baseball history for as long as they can remember. And my dad just has nothing but glowing things to say about that family. Lou Gehrig was number four, by the way. Oh. Number four. Okay. Thank just, you. We want to get our facts straight on exactly. golfer Jay Delson. Exactly. We're close. So we'll continue to talk baseball coming up. But there's a lot of parallels with baseball and golf. So we'll get into that. Rick Horton is coming up, and this is Golf with Jay Delson.
Okay, so you know Marcone is the largest distributor of GE parts in North America. Check. You know about their support for backstoppers, first responders, and our men and women in the military. Check that also. Well, here's their latest community venture. It's called Rees Across America. This year, Marcone will place 1,000 Christmas wreaths on the gravesites of our fallen military heroes in 10 different cemeteries around the country, from Dallas to Delaware, Western New York to Houston, New Jersey to right here at Jefferson Barracks. Each of these locations and more will have wreaths delivered and respectfully placed on a gravesite. Remember the fallen, honor those who serve, and teach the next generation the value of freedom. That's the mission of the Rees Across America program. So join the Golf with Jay Delsing show and Marcone and sponsor a wreath, volunteer, or partner with us to support our military. Saturday, December 16th is National Rees Across America Day. So get involved. That's Marcone and Rees Across America. This is Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center located in Kirkwood. Our motto is play your best golf. We have the best instruction for every skill level. Two female instructors along with our eight PGA instructors. We're there for the kids and the adults who are starting to play and trying to refine their game. Family Golf and Learning Center features a double-decker driving range, grass tees, and a short game area, along with indoor simulators and a performance center. That's not all. Don't forget about our back nine, Bar and Grill. Find out how we can help you and your family. Head to FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. It's Family Golf and Learning Center, where we make St. Louis better at golf. Do you remember the golden rule? I'm sure you do, but just in case it goes like this. Treat people the way that you'd like to be treated. At People's National Bank, that one statement is the cornerstone of what this bank is all about. Locally owned, with 23 locations in Southern Illinois and the metropolitan St. Louis area, People's National Bank parlays a robust menu of commercial or personal banking services you could possibly need with a friendly yet hardworking Midwestern attitude. Maybe you just wanna do business with a bank whose entire team lives in the same neighborhoods as we do. If you're like me and doing business with someone you trust is important to you, then People's National Bank is the bank for you. Jason Rantham, local president, is here for you to call and he'll answer any questions you may have. His personal cell is 314-974-2243. You can also find us online at peoplesnationalbank.com. People's National Bank is here for all of your banking needs. Golf with Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning on 101 ESPN, coming to you from the Car Shield Studios, and we're presented by Darty Business Solutions. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin, and kind enough to join us in studio. Longtime Major League player, longtime Major League broadcaster. You know his work with the St. Louis Cardinals does a remarkable job, and that's Rick Horton. Great to be with you, Ricky. Great to be with both of you guys. You guys have been friends for a very long time, and this is kind of a treat for me to get Wait to be minute. on with you we guys. We keep using the word long. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. It's long. Yeah, it's you guys long. Were, you were neighbors. We were neighbors. neighbors. Yeah, we were. We were yeah. neighbors a lot, so I saw Jay yeah. out walking and yeah. uh, mowing the lawn and all that. And, of course, Danny, you and I have a great history as well. So, uh, you know, we uh, I'm excited to be on the show. Horse, remember in our neighborhood where our dear friend Rob Ramage would yeah. decide to take his shirt off and go <laughs> through this slow jog, Danny, through our neighborhood and 
funny how all you know, the wives would come out know, and start pulling weeds and stuff when Rammer would do that. You know, it's interesting because you know you guys know I like to run too, and I would yeah. do that, take my shirt off, and everybody yeah. would lock the doors and hide the kids. <laughs> so uh, it, was, it was not quite as good. You know, Rob is still a neighbor and uh, also a good friend, and probably uh, sorry to say, Jay, the uh, best athlete that we've had in our neighborhood. Jay, I hate to say uh, that. Yeah. How's uh, how's your golf game? My golf game is uh, really good for nine holes, and then the next nine is terrible. It's just is I just, it nine in a row? It's uh, there. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I'm I I will play good nine, a good nine, and then the back nine terrible, or the other way around. And you know, it, it's a game of uh, frustration, as as we all know. But it's a game of great joy too, because you get that right smooth swing, and you say, you know what, I'm I, I got it, and then you don't. And and but that's <laughs> you know, it's kind of like life, of course. And you know, I'm a nine right now, nine handicap, eight between eight and nine, and that's you know about where I typically am. But I will say I'm having as much fun golfing at, at my age as I've ever had in my life. So, Horch, you played in the big leagues, which obviously was your dream. And the, but compare the two, if you can, for, yeah. in terms of the game from the mental side, from the physical side. Just give the folks a little snapshot. Well, that's interesting. You know, I mean, you, you, of course, golf can be uh, very much a team sport, too, if you're talking about playing in a, in a, on a college team or high school team and all that. But, you know, there, there's a whole lot of, man, you just are in your own head when you're, when you're golfing. But, you know, honestly, pitching's like that, too. You're on a team, but it's it's really when you're out there it's just you doing what you're supposed to do which Jim is what McCarver used to say that all the time yeah. it's mano y mano yeah i mean it's it's it, i think i mean it's the the athletes kind of uh, connection really is what do i need to do better and how do i make this pitch better how do, and you get so focused on that you, you almost forget kind of you're on a team at that moment i think golfing is the same way and honestly i've been around a lot of people who are former baseball players who have gotten an awful lot out of turning to golf post retirement because it kind of it kind of scratches that itch of trying to be competitive, trying to be better, continuous improvement. Uh, you know, dealing with failure every once in a while and getting the frustration out and moving on. I mean, that's that's part of it too. Yeah, it's it's interesting because Danny, how many how many great athletes like Ricky have we had on the show where they'll say? Man, golf just fills that Jones. Yeah. You know, we like some of them will even play in some of the celebrity uh, tournaments or, or around there, or play in any sort of competition just to try to get a sense. Did you play as a youngster when you were growing up? I started playing uh, my first time playing golf. I was uh, twelve years old. In fact, I skipped the finals. I took. I went with my buddy, and we skipped finals. Uh, I was in junior high. Maybe I was thirteen. I was in junior high, and we were late to school. I missed my final. Uh, and I got a D because I was golfing instead of so. You, I mean, I, I already made a mistake with golfing. Of course, I've done that many times uh, past uh, since then. But uh, that's what I remember about golf. But I remember I loved it, and and I remember going to a neighborhood uh, field, and I would uh, bring golf balls and a driver and one tee because that's all I had. I think I had three golf balls, a driver, and and I would hit the ball and then go chase it and then hit it back and that's how I learned to play I wasn't I wasn't at a course I didn't have one close by and and this was before I was driving so I literally would walk to a to a field and just hit a golf ball for hours and I, I just loved 
the feel the feeling of trying to hit it right you know again you don't do it very often but but that feeling is just the feeling that I've been chasing ever since again so I guess I've been playing uh, for uh, for 50 years now did you play when uh, you were playing major league baseball I did and we got to play some great places you know the cool thing about the baseball is you is you typically have a uh, more well-heeled more uh, veteran teammate than you that can find a way to get on some pretty nice courses so you know Daryl Porter got me on Oakmont uh, for the first time as a first-year big leaguer, and I hadn't played anything approaching Oakmont. So this was How about those greens. Yeah. So Ooh, I had, you know, I had a, a a very unique experience for me at the time. But it, again, it made it. It showed me that there's another level, and and it helped me understand just how hard the game is. If you're talking about playing a longer place with with the church pews and all the things you're you're dealing with at at, at, at tough courses. So. Again, I, I like I like the challenge. That's part of what what drives me with it. I don't want it to be easy. I want it to I want to try to figure out how to do something that's hard. I think one of the things that gets us, Danny and I talk about this all the time, that makes this game so special. First of all, I call it a societal powerhouse. We no, you know, I love the game of baseball. Of course, and for my dad I do. and things, but we're not organizing any sort of pickup games to raise money for anything. We're going to golf, and golf. You know, the PGA Tour is this this charitable churning machine that yeah. is going to donate about $300 million mm. to charities around the country. And it, it's, it's uh, amazing that way. But when I was growing up, Rick, my dad would say, how come, and this is Jim Delsing speak, how come you crack your hips when you play golf, but when you hit a baseball, you don't. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's you know, interesting. I don't know what you're talking about. And and when when I'm trying to help someone, the first thing I ask them is, what other sports do you play? And if yeah. this man or woman says baseball or softball, I say, this is a pitch in the dirt without the step. Yeah. You know, without the step. So you have to lead with your lower body. It's a lot like pitching, too. You lead, you lead with your lower body. Danny, we talk about it all the time. The hockey players, I mean, Chris Pronger was talking about the slap shot, how you clear for him. He's a lefty, so he clears his lead hip, which is the right. And it's interesting like that. Danny, you've probably heard me say this many times with all the times that we've golfed together. Uh, one of my favorite things to say, Jay, is, is it's when... It's a clean show. Don't, I know. Don't, I don't use that language. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say, say everything I say <laughs> when we're golfing. A lot of things. <laughs> but, 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 you know, I, I will say after I hit a shot, I hit a, let's say I hit a bad shot. The next one I hit a, uh, I hit a good shot. And I, and I will say, I just made four adjustments. I'm not sure which one of them worked. Right. Yeah. That's my yeah. favorite thing yeah. to say, because yeah. it's like, that is what it is. You're thinking, well, am I, is my backswing, I mean, do I have the right plane? I mean, am I, am I, and I have, I have the tendency of, of doing, and Danny's seen me do this a lot. And you've seen it too, Jay, when we've played, I, I do a lot of swaying and I, and it's hard for me not to, not to do that, either move forward in the swing too fast. And, and then I got to do catch it just right with my hands but but it, it is a it is tough for me to not do that as much as I practice Rick Horton is our guest longtime broadcaster pitcher with the St. Louis Cardinals typically it seems like on the road pitchers are the ones that are yeah. going to play well the athletes and the athletes are playing <laughs> well put Ricky thank you Danny. Um, so the athletes 
pitchers are playing and position players, some of them play, but I guess some of them just, they don't want to mess with their swings. There was an old school thought, and I remember Johnny Bench saying this when I was a kid, that baseball players shouldn't play golf, although he was a good golfer, uh, or maybe still I is a good golfer. I played with him. He's exceptional. Yeah, So, but the point was, don't want to, it's a different swing, don't want to mess it up. It, you know, I might throw me into a slump. And pitchers are like, don't care. I mean, I got a bunt, I can do that. Yeah. So, so that's not going to affect me. And the other thing is, pitchers especially starting pitchers. You think about all the, the pitchers over the years. I think of John Smoltz and Adam Wainwright and many other play, guys that are really good golfers. Well, you know, they're working one day a week. I mean, they've got other things to do, but they don't have the stress uh, of having to compete every day. So if you're a starting pitcher especially, you've got every fifth day where you are focused, and, and, that, and you, you know, that's it. But this one day a week, and if you're a hitter, you know, you may be playing six days a week. Sure. So you, you have to be ready uh, a, a more, more regularly. Although I did play golf uh, every fifth day in the minor leagues with one of the, the pitchers on our team, Kevin Hagan, who pitched for the Cardinals for a very short time. He had to play golf uh, every day that he started. He wanted to play golf and then go pitch. And he felt like it got him loose. It helped it helped him loosen up his shoulders. And and it, and for him, it kind of wore him down a little bit. He was a sinker ball yep. guy, and yep. he, just, he just liked to do it. So And he also wanted to walk. So this guy got a workout before he went out and pitched every fifth. Coaching staff know that, by the way? They, I, I did uh, not divulge that, but, yeah. they, but they probably did. Rick, when Tiger came out, he, he started running three to five miles before every round. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of guys now that will do these – intensive workouts because the golf it helps relieve the stress yeah and and you know the the the, as a young really good uh in shape sort of athlete walking the golf course is not that not too demanding and here and here's this another similarity between baseball and golf i mean they're both feel sports i mean it's all about the feel and so if you have to whatever it is you do to get you to that point whether it's rest or 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 working out or as you said what tiger did uh, if you if you get to the point where you just have the right feel i mean with your whole body has the right feel and and that's what pitching is i mean pitching is very much that i mean if you are if you're too strong, that's not too, that's not good. If you're too weak, if you're if you're if you're nervous, if your if your body's not if you're not loose enough, all those things come into play, and so uh, you know whatever it takes to get there. You know, it's interesting. I told Danny this a hundred times. I was taught my entire life the hardest thing in the whole world is to hit, hit a baseball. Hit a baseball, right? Until my dad played golf, <laughs> and then he's like, "I'm not really sure anymore. This game is really super hard." But what I'm what I'm interested in is the 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 hitting part. And I, obviously, yeah. I know you were were a pitcher, but I did hit one ten. I did hit one ten in the big league. Go so, ahead, Ricky. Who did your first hit come again? <laughs> Danny, you know, I was hoping I've you'd bring that this. up. I, you know, I was hoping you'd bring that up, and, and for just for Jay's uh, and the audience's edification, I did get my first hit off of. Uh, Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. All right. No. But, oh, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. did you run into one? Oh, I, I, I smoked it up the middle. <laughs> um, actually, it, I, I hit the ball into the turf, bounced over his head, <laughs> hit on the AstroTurf, scooted in the center field with every infielder diving for it and just missing it. And so it was not hit very hard. But, but it was the, right in the right the spot. The best thing, Jay, is the next three guys struck out. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that was, I mean, I, you never told me that oh, part. I did, the next three no. guys, I think, it was, I think it was Lonnie Smith. I think it was Lonnie Smith. Willie McGee and Ozzy, I think. It's a they pretty good trio. Out. Was that and, against the Mets? Is uh, that when it, Nolan was He was the pitching Mets? for the Astros, Astros at the time. At the time. And okay. so I came in, when I came in, I said, you know, Daryl Porter, again, the second time I've referred to him, the on-deck circle, he said, look for a changeup. This guy doesn't throw that hard. I remember that. <laughs> and then I remember Enos Cabell, the first baseman, when I got there, 
saying, kid, did you realize what you just did? Yeah, that <laughs> has that. to be unbelievable. And then the third thing, and this may surprise you, Dan, but I can be a bit of a uh, Weisenheimer. I'm sorry to yeah. inform you of that. I came in, and I, after getting the hit, the three guys struck out. I came in and said, come on, guys, this guy's not that tough. What's the big deal? <laughs> What's the big deal here? On, let's go. Well, one I of the things it. that's interesting, though, is that the, for the guys to think that the golf swing would screw up their baseball swing, because I definitely heard that, I don't exactly get it because yeah. – the golf ball is stationary, and the baseball is moving all over the place. It's very different, and they're not throwing the golf ball at you. No. I mean, you don't have to worry about ducking out of the way. I yeah. mean, you just have to worry about hitting it square, which, again, is not easy, no. and there's a lot of moving parts to get to that point. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, both both sports, I think there's moving parts that you try to – and pitching's that way. And, and you see pitchers now versus pitchers 30 years ago, they've taken away some of the moving parts to simplify it so they can throw the ball exactly where they want to throw it. Now, they're also throwing it 100 miles an hour now. Yeah. But, you know, I've never – I will say this. I've never found the right kind of swing golf-wise where I'm taking away the moving parts because i got moving parts all over the place. So it, it's a challenge for me to try to simplify the game. Who's the best uh, golfer among baseball players that you played with? Uh, I, maybe the best hands of all the people that I played with is Jose Oquendo. That's not surprising. Had, I played with Jose. He had great He's a secret weapon, and he could play. How about he, the stance too? Is like he when yeah. he played baseball, the right. open stance. He, he would he would have a slightly open stance, and and you know for listeners, not viewers, I'm trying to do it myself. He kind of. Like he had an open stance and he was kind of crouched down, like yeah, he, yep. like he would do. Like he's especially almost from the be left jammed side. or something, and you'd expect right. him to hit like, this. I'm going to take this ball this. to left, you know, yeah. and, and then he would just. But I think it just it worked for him. Uh, he actually played. He plays right handed, and you know Tom Lawless was a good player. Yeah. He's yep. a guy I played with a yep. lot. Andy Van Slyke hit the ball the farthest of anybody I played with, probably for former players. And Andy got to a point where he was, he might've been a plus one at one point and he was on the, on the, on the senior tour. And, you know, so, and what was fun about Andy is when we were roommates in the big leagues, he was a 15 handicap. And when he retired, he wasn't much better than that. And he started working at it and he went from 15 to maybe it's plus amazing. one or, or scratch. And I mean, he did that, I mean, with a lot of work and a lot of effort, but talk about a guy that had you know, athleticism, hand-eye coordination, and the determination to do it. That was Andy. Hortz, you know what's really interesting is that Tiger has brought this power, crazy amount of power into golf. It's not dissimilar to what's happening in baseball. Right. We're using, you guys are using the Rapsodo stuff for, for spin rates. You're using track right. men, just right. like we are. And the similarities are starting to cross over. Danny and I, were, we're, we talk baseball as much. I like to talk baseball with Danny as much as he'll tolerate me. And it's just so, <laughs> and it's vice just, versa in golf. It's so much fun, you know, just to get your perspective. But talk a little bit about that, Hortz, because golf's, it's it's bomb and gouge, yeah, and right. baseball is fe over the fence or strikeout. Yeah, and and I, and I think you know the the purest of the game might have an objection to what we're talking about and say that you know I want you know it's bigger than that and it's more than that and I I really don't think that the new stuff is uh, is saying that that stuff doesn't matter. They're just kind of emphasizing the fact that a if you can hit the ball three fifty instead of two eighty, I mean why wouldn't you? I right. mean and, and especially if you can control it and baseball the same way. If you can hit forty home runs, we're going to drive in more runs. But you know it, it, it's I, I really do think it's not an either or either probably in golf. I'm certainly certainly in golf because you got to putt it. You got to yep. got to have good hands. That right. we're talking about with Okendo and and certainly the the the, the real pros have. Uh, but 
you know, in baseball's that way too. I mean, you can throw a hundred miles an hour, but, and, and I've seen guys do that. And I, I've seen games where somebody throws a hundred miles an hour and they say, wow, he was pitched really well. And I say, he gave up three runs in an inning. No, we right, didn't. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, but he hit a hundred and he had swing and miss stuff. It's like, well, yeah. So they're called triple a players. Right. I mean, honestly, it, it, or, or, you know, the golf equivalent to me is the long drive guys. So I wouldn't watch a long drive competition to say, I mean, I don't care about that. I like, I love to watch golf. I love, I think golf does such a great job on television showing the game and the, and the personality of the players. I just really like it. I I think maybe because I know how hard it is, but you know, I wouldn't watch a long drive competition to save my life, nor would I ever watch the home run derby. Can't stand the home run derby. That's not baseball. That is, that's a carnival thing to me. So uh, now when I have to promote it, I say, hey, don't forget to, to, <laughs> to, to watch the Home Run Derby coming up in uh, July. But You it's, always wanted the slider in a way. Yeah. It's like if you're going to have that, you should have a, have a change up down in a way. Slider down in a way. Exactly right. One of the things that's interesting is that the way the baseball game, there's other changes that I watched. You know, you, I'd, I'd sit here and watch the Cardinals be down by two runs in the last inning yeah. and watch the shift being in one of our you know, left-handed hitters to hit that two bouncer into short right and get thrown out when the entire left side of the, right. and so the way that I was raised, you know, that guy wouldn't play. Yeah. Right. That guy would yeah. not play on the team that my dad was managing because this is all about individuals. You don't understand. We can't hit a two run home run. We cannot win unless right. we get two home runs back to back or get a runner on base. What are you doing? Not hitting the ball the other yeah. way. And it's just it's frustrating to people. I just was taught that way. You know, yeah. we were taught to play golf when the pin's on the left, you hit a draw. Right, and when the right. pin's on the right, you hit a fade in there. And it was, Isn't you know, that the fun of it, though. I mean, it was, you, you know where the wind is, where the, what the trees look like, and the, and the, and the, and the grass and the, and the, all, and the, how, what's the temperature, all those things come into play. I know when you're, when you're, when you're golfing, but it, it's the same, same thing with baseball. And you have to have a feel for all those things. And, you know, I, honestly, when I started broadcasting, one of my things I used to say, and I don't say it anymore, and I, and I hope people don't remember that I used to say this, and now I'm going to say it again, but I would say that about designated hitters, I would say, oh, yeah, he's half a player. Yeah. And because and, 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 in my mind, I, was, I, I think a baseball player is somebody that can run and hit and throw Field. And, and, yeah. and know the game and have a feel for the game. And if you're just going up there just to hit, I, was, I, I did not like that. I mean, so I've gotten used to it i understand it's part of the game and and it's you know i'm not sure that that's a it's a been a bad thing but i mean to me i love complete players i love tommy edmund i love brendan donovan those are guys they're just players to me because that's again what i what i grew up watching danny remember when i was telling you we were doing i was doing fox uh and we were at shinnecock and i was with kepka on saturday kepka went on to win the u.s open at, at shinnecock and um I think it was 17, I think. But anyway, when you're out there as a, on, the, on the ground, you're kind of putting yourself through the same little marching orders that the, the, the player's seeing. You know, it's a 185-yard shot. Here's the flag stick on the left. Here's the, the wind blowing from the right. And you're like, oh, you know, he's going to hold this thing up against the wind and put it over here in the middle of the green. Or he's going to, you know, because the golf, for golf, there's, a, for me, when I would stand up to a hole, and I've told Danny this a hundred times, there's a shot that calls me to hit it. Yeah. Now, I don't yeah. always do it, but when I'm good and I'm capable, 99% of the time, 
I hit the shot that my brain calls me to hit. But the modern player, Rick, doesn't yeah. see it and doesn't do it because Kepka stood up there on the 17th hole is in a left to right wind with the flagstick over in the cut in the back left corner yeah. that's impossible to hit a fade to with those conditions and sent this ball 25 yards left of the green up into the breeze, judged it perfectly, yep. blew it over there, you know, 35 feet over to the right of the hole where he should have been. But I'm standing here thinking this ball's in the middle of the green with a hard hook against yeah. the wind so it straightens out and it stays right on its line. That's kind of the way we were taught. So two things come to mind when you say that. One is one of my other favorite sayings is hope is not a strategy. So, I mean, you can hope that the ball goes to the green or you can hope that you hit one tight, but you, you have to kind of see it first and then make it happen, which, in, which is part of visualizing a shot. That's the first thing that came, comes to mind when you're talking about Kepka. The second thing is the one time I had a chance to go to watch the Masters, and I'm so grateful I had a friend take me, and it was such a wonderful experience. It was so cool, and and one of the days, uh, we I just followed Tiger all the way around, and, and on number one, he had a shot where it called for a bit of a, you know, I'm sure he was using a, a pitching wedge or maybe even a seven iron. He was close to the green, but he, he wanted to kind of hit it into the side of the uh, of the green on the on the right side of the green at number one, and bump it up and, and, and bump, bump it up, up and bump it up. So so I watched him and I saw his eyes and I saw him with his hand, essentially. I'm, again, I'm saying this with words, but it's showing showing at you with my gesturing hand. how he, he high gesture, he wanted gesture, it. Or, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, he's like boom, boom, boom. And so he got up there and he hit it into the side. Boom. One more time, boom, and then it stopped right next to the pin. I thought, man, that guy saw that shot and then was able to do it. It was so cool to watch. Who's your favorite player, golf player to watch? Uh, I still have to say, I mean, Tiger's still my favorite guy. I mean, he's just magnetic to me. I mean, Same I, in I, this room, man. Yeah, we love him. I, 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 I do like... Um, I mean, I do like watching left-handers play. I mean, I, I still, you know, as you guys know, I play left-handed even though I putt right-handed, which means I can't putt left-handed. But, uh, but I do. You can't some, putt right-handed either. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be between you and me, Dan. <laughs> Sorry, I can't but, putt right-handed but, you know, either. I like, I right -handed. like watching. I like watching Harmon, and I like watching Mickelson, of course. I mean, I do like watching the the lefties because it's just a it's just a just. I There's a like, kid coming up that Akshay Batia. Unbelievable! Uh, he's 21 years old. He he's was the number one amateur in the world. He weighs all the butt, Danny. He's probably about six foot one. Weighs something like that. He's a streaming and absolutely smashes, destroys it. it. Oh, I, I got yep. a new I got yep. a new player to root yep. for. That's yep. great. It's beautiful. I always like asking, and we'll, we'll wrap it up with this. Um, give me a foursome that you love to be in, and it could be dead or alive because you're a cerebral guy. You and it could be a political figure. It could be somebody from way back when. It could be somebody now. But give me a foursome that. Rick Horton would like to play with. I, I want to play. I'd like to play golf with uh, Babe Ruth. That'd be a good one. Bobby Jones. That'd be a great one. Um, it could be more than the foursome too. No, yeah. I, I mean, I you know, we only got two carts, so I mean, <laughs> and, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of beer in the back of Babe Ruth's cart. I was going to say, oh, yeah, and hot dogs. <laughs> well, we're going to have fun, okay? Babe, yeah. I, I mean, oh yeah. How, how, could he hit a golf ball? Yeah. How far would he hit it? And and I'd have a lot of questions for him. Trust Think me, about yeah. the stories. Oh my goodness! Think the about stories. the stories. But Bobby Jones too. Just yeah. thinking about that. So I, uh, I mean, just thinking about the beginnings of golf, all that stuff. Um, Tiger wouldn't be bad to put in there, I and guess. And I'd have to throw Tiger in. Thank yeah. you. for. I was struggling for a fourth. I mean, just to just to, to, to watch him compete and see him compete, that, that's, that's my foursome. Babe Ruth, uh, Tiger Woods, and Bobby Jones.
Not too shabby. No, that's a great. They'd have to all medicine. give me a lot of strokes. Maybe not Babe Ruth. I don't know. Maybe you you could beat him. I might be. Maybe you might I not see, be able to hit out of his shadow. You don't know that. I see <laughs> Babe like a little Happy Gilmore-ish. Yeah. I think he'd have a little bit of everything in there. I can see that. Hey, you're the best. Thanks for coming in. We certainly so appreciate, appreciate it. Your Love yes. you guys. Appreciate it. Love that, you too. That's Rick Horton. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're presented by Darty Business Solutions. Hey, this is Jay Delsing, and we golfers are always looking for ways to improve our games. For me. That means I want the very best and the very latest in equipment and in technology. The place for me is Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood. Tom DeGrand opened Pro-Am Golf Center in 1975, and ever since then, he and his family have provided St. Louis with the finest in golf equipment, instruction, and the latest in the ever-changing world of golf technology. Whether you are a scratch golfer looking to find the latest in range finders or a newcomer looking to find your first set of clubs, Pro-Am Golf has just what you're looking for. You say you're looking to get yourself custom fitted for a new set of clubs, you need to call TJ. He has fit me personally and he is the best in town. If you mention my name, CJ will take 50% off the already low fitting price. So if you need anything from golf balls to a new pair of shoes or a lesson from Tom, who by the way, has been helping St. Louisans play better golf for over 45 years, Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood is the place for you. You can also visit them at ProAmUSA.com. That's Pro-Am Golf. For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's, located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking, and their best ingredient, it's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's. From greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family, Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. I want to welcome Redbird Heating and Cooling to the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. You can reach them at 314-320-9507 or on the website redbirdhvac.com. CEOs Jed Dickinson and Jerry Pearson run the area's most responsive and dedicated heating and cooling company that's been conscientiously supporting the St. Louis area for the last decade. Just last month, when my air conditioner stopped working, Jed and his team were at my home at 7 a.m. to replace one unit and then repair the other. Your money, like it's our money, was Jed's statement to me, and the repairs for Unit 2 was less than $200. If you want to work with a family-owned business that you can trust, then call 314-320-9507 or visit them at redbirdhvac.com. That's redbirdhvac.com. Family Golf and Learning Center, no matter your age or skill level, Family Golf and Learning Center, located in Kirkwood, has something for you. They've got it all. PGA and LPGA instruction, double-decker driving range, par-3 golf course, trackman simulators, a large short-game green design to help you with all your shots around the green, bunkers, rough, and Zoysia fairway pitching. And now open the Tahoma Bermuda Grass Tees, the best turf to hit from in St. Louis. It's all at Family Golf and Learning Center. To schedule a lesson or to find out more, visit FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. We make St. Louis better at golf.
Final segment on golf with Jay Delsing. Great visit there with Rick Horton, and we're presented by Darty Business Solutions coming to you from the Car Shield Studios. I know you love talking baseball. That was fun with Rick Horton. Oh, it really is. Plus, he's a great guy. He's uh, He does so much for the community. He's been involved in the game. He's a lifer, man. I love it. What are the parallels for you, golf and baseball? Where are they? Uh, I think just the mental side. Maybe? I think it's a mental side, D. I think you know you're dealing with failure all the time. I mean, as a professional golfer, Jack Nicklaus, prior to Tiger Woods coming on the scene, won at an unprecedented clip of about nine and a half percent, and then Tiger came along and was about twenty four and a half percent when he was at his uh, at his prime. And so there's a lot of times that you're dealing with not winning and not succeeding. And the same goes with baseball. I mean. If you fail seven of the ten times, you're probably going to go in the Hall of Fame nowadays because exactly. nobody hits 300. And, you know, the, the, it's just um, – I love what Ricky talked about, the feel part of the game. You know, pitching is feel. And it's it's like you and I were talking uh, off air. My dad told me this uh, just almost like verbatim as it came out of your mouth, that if it's straight, it's going to get hit hard. And he said, son, these these – these professional hitters will time a jet plane if it's straight. You got to have a wrinkle in it, and and uh, it's 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 cool. The only problem is golf ball is still, and it doesn't move, and it's still really hard to hit. The hell, isn't that something? <laughs> I mean, weird. when you look at golf, it does not look that hard. It doesn't. No, You're supposed to be able to hit that thing, man. Where you want it? Have you ever seen the Robin Williams? Uh, uh, oh yeah, guy. yeah. The, the, some of the things he says are so great, especially because oh, so you, they give you a pool cue so you can shoot it straight. He goes, "Oh hell no!" They give you a club you can't possibly do it with, <laughs> you know? and that's what it feels like sometimes. It's been a great show. Our guests have included Rick Horton just moments ago, Adam Betts, Family Golf and Learning Center, and Chip Mish, the COO and new GM at the Missouri Athletic Club. Great guests. Fun show. A lot of fun, Danny. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you and your family had a good Thanksgiving. You too. Everybody in the Delsing house is uh, fat and happy. And um, shoot, let's do this again next week. How do we end the show? Hit up straight, St. Louis. Are you driving an out-of-warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through CarShield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Traveling by car is a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down, and they can have yours too. Call CarShield today at 800-465-6550 or visit carshield.com. It's CarShield, proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.